by using all kinds of symbology. What is at stake? It is a big idea. A new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind. My question to you is, in any of your government jobs, have you ever been briefed on the subject of UFOs? And if you have, when was it? What were you told? Well, if I had been briefed on that, I'm sure it was probably classified and I couldn't talk about it. When I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Greetings and salutations to all my fellow Sky Watchers. Thank you all for being here with us and listening live on this wonderful evening of July 11th, 2017. Coming to you at the speed of sound, direct from New Logic Studios in Miami, Florida. This is, once again, Sky Watchers Radio, broadcasting live from what some would say is the third rock from the sun. The other guy here calls it Aspen. I like to call it Earth. When now, did I call it Aspen? You, you, you wait till you're spoken to, sir. You wait till you're spoken to. To our intergalactic listeners, I'd like to say once again, folks, just remember, if okay, you here we go again. If, yep, if you flippity flip flop when you zippity pop pop, boom, you're gonna have to zippity pop zippity pop pop on your boom boom. Be careful, guys. It's very dangerous stuff. Now, to our flat earthers, yeah. all two of you listening, hold on, you're not spoken to yet. Thank you for being here. As usual, draw us a chair or a line and welcome, you know, sit down. Have a, have a, we're going to have a good time tonight. I am, of course, Angel, and as with me, with me, I should say, as always, is my head of world radio life man, the man who was born to one day become a rock star in his own mind. That's right. Of course, this man also one day helped me take over the world. He's the pinky to my brain. Narf. One and the only, Alan Weiler. Now hey, you can speak. How the hell are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I really get worried that we lose more people when you zippity bippity 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 boppity boo. No, I, th- I and, think intergalactic you know, listeners I, I, enjoy I, I, the, the acknowledgement of zippity boppity bippity boppity boom boom. Since those intergalactic listeners don't call in i think we should pass on doing that it's just taking up static on the air here's yeah but here's the thing our regular earth listeners are not calling in either so well you know we should convince them using the jedi mind trick to get them to call in i think that's what we need to do maybe maybe but uh we'll see all now, right. uh, this is, by the way, our post-4th of July show, so oh, yeah. hopefully everyone had a good time uh, with the fireworks this weekend. Not too many of you uh, got yourself burnt uh, because of a mishap with, uh, you know, an explosion or something. My uh, fingers! Yeah, my fingers are gone. Hopefully, uh, you know, you guys had a good time with the family, the kids, and the wife, and like Jello pudding pop, and hey, nah, hey, hey. Camille, what? He's going. He, you know, he he's guilty. Sorry. Look, man. Bill Cosby did a lot of good, and he ripped a okay. lot of people. Why do they call it roofies when the girls kept on ending up on the floor? That's I'm just saying. I want to know. You know, Dave Chappelle made a great point there. You know, yeah, he he raped a lot of people, but he also did a lot of good. 
<laughs> Raped a lot of people, but damn, he did a lot of good also. So it's one of those he things. Was showing, where, you know, he, he was proven that the pudding pop went where it went. Oh, my wife Camille. Jello pudding pop. Oh, God. This is sad. All right, so what's anyway, going on? What, what, hold on, if you got, if anybody wants to join us and give me some uh, crap about the impersonation of uh, Bill Cosby, go ahead and do that. The number is seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so uh, please call in and uh, join the fun here. Uh, That's right. Call out. in and complain. It's not yes. my turn to get picked on. It's now Angel's turn to get picked on. That's no, it. it's, always, it's always your turn to get picked on. Uh, shout out to Dino in the chat room, who's uh, giving everybody a shout out. Shout out, Dino. What's up, Dino? Now, uh, <clears throat> we have a guest tonight. Ho- hopefully. 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 Now, you, well, know, you, you know, what's what's the deciding factor on him? Is it's a technical glitch already that he let us know about? Well, no, 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 no. Um, he's going to be with us uh, in the uh, midnight hour. In fact, hold on. We're getting a call. Hold on. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. That's right, folks. I'm going to continue talking. Uh, we've got a great, great uh, first hour, that's for sure. We've got some really interesting news that happened over the past couple of days, um, as well as we have, of course, blasts through the A-hole, which is, as some of you already know, unless you're new to listening, is when people actually email us questions and we figure out how to answer them on the air. It's our version of the mailbag but, you know, we actually use a deep, dark, black hole, which is why we See, this is what happens when I let him speak for about a minute. He just starts talking about black holes. What? No, you racist. What? You're the one talking about the black <laughs> holes. Yeah. You know, I was. I was describing what's on our lineup for today in the first hour of our show. Well, anyway, that was uh, – actually, that was UFO Bob uh, calling me on Skype. I guess he uh, – Oh, Okay. I finally cool. saw my uh, my forty phone calls that I was uh, trying to get at him. UFO oh, Bob, right. you, you, know, you guys are gonna love UFO Bob. He's a UFO researcher, lifelong, uh, you know, fanatic of the subject. Um, so much so that his nickname became UFO Bob, right? But uh, he started this uh, really cool UFO uh, Bob channel on YouTube, and for some reason, he started. I, I don't know if he got transmissions from aliens. We're gonna find out if that's how this happened. But um, he decided to become. Uh, cooking with UFO Bob, and he says in his channel that he gets uh, these recipes from aliens. So we're gonna find out, you know, what are the aliens telling him to make? Uh, breen. Some... They're teaching him how to make breen. Right. Anyway. Well, you know what breen is. No. If you've ever seen Babylon Five, breen. It, there, there's a scene in Babylon Five throughout. All, you know at during one of the episodes, that was a really great episode, where one character says to the other, I don't care where you are in this universe. Every single sentient species has something similar to Swedish meatballs. But my planet, it's called Breen. But every single sentient species in the universe has their version of Swedish meatballs. Don't ask me why. It just is. I guess the roundness of the meatball is what makes it so yummy. I thought it was the flavor. You know, you know, I, I was thinking the flavor. 
You know, I used to have nightmares that I was being chased by a giant meatball when I was a kid. That's called Aquatine Hunger Force? Well, From uh, Adult Swim? Yeah, but that was way before that ever happened. Oh, okay. In that case, you, I don't know what childhood trauma you had where you had balls swinging in your face when you were really, really No, it wasn't, young. It was, it wasn't anything like that. It was, uh, uh-huh, I would be, sure it wasn't. No, no, no. Go no, ahead, no, really, go it ahead, wasn't. No, it Sure, I believe you kind of, sort of. Like it was me running in the yard, and then I would start running like in the sidewalk, and I would look back, and then this giant meatball would be chasing me, and I'd just keep running and running and running. Right, and, and, and tell me, where did the uncle touch you? He, hey, he works at the church. Exactly. That anyway, just said it right on. there. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Right, now he now Bob has some really cool videos uh, on how to cook scrambled eggs in microwaves, and uh, supposedly aliens gave him uh, this uh, ability and, and this uh, instruction on how to do it properly, and like nobody else's uh, scrambled eggs. So we're gonna find out about aliens cooking scrambled eggs in microwaves with uh, UFO Bob, as well as he's gonna tell us about farts and broken hearts. Another video he has on wait, YouTube. Wait, what farts what? and hearts? Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a, a he has a video. Um, it's called "Farts and Broken Hearts." What? Uh huh. Okay, go on. Um, I'm I trying mean, you, to get it. Okay, go, go you on. You know, you know, farts and broken hearts. Right. I I I I heard you the first okay. time. Um, now, I'm telling you, his channel is very original. Uh, it's all alien style, so. Uh, we're going to find out more about him later on, and that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Now, we do have some news to get to. Okay. I'm some excited. more of the weird news to get to, which uh, includes some of our favorite names in the world of UFOlogy. UFOlogy, okay. Like Mr. Stan Romanek. A little update on Stan Romanek's case. Oh, good God, what the hell happened now? Oh, we're going to talk about that and a couple other things on the wall of weird news. So let's get ready for it. You ready? 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 I am ready. Let's get jumping. Here we go. Wall of weird news. Wall of weird news. On Skywatchers Radio. Radio. All right. Well, the weird news. Let's, you know, kick it off with this Stan Romanek, uh, shing, shingmading, thingamading, 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 uh, this child pornography case that looks like it's finally gonna, you know, get underway. Now, uh, this is being reported by Snopes.com. Snopes.com. Okay. okay, it says, uh, UFO enthusiast now facing child pornography charges is subject to Netflix documentary. Stan Robinek, a prominent... A Netflix, self- wait a minute. A Netflix documentary on him? Yes. Now, mind you, this case is finally going oh, to court. Oh, 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 oh. And uh, this year, the Stan Romanek, a prominent self-proclaimed alien abductee, says his computer was hacked in a government conspiracy to silence him. Uh-oh. Okay. Remember, this is a gentleman who says he saw an alien through the window. Remember that? Okay. That's him. Now the government is trying to silence him with child pornography. And here comes yeah. the grenade. Yeah, okay. Now, Snaromanek, a prominent 54-year-old UFO enthusiast who claimed to have been abducted by aliens several times, is set to face trial in Colorado on charges of possessing and distributing child pornography. Romanek gained a certain newfound renown, uh, renown ahead of his... Uh, July- hold on, let me read that. Romanek- renown. 
Yeah, yeah, I misread that. Romanek gained a certain newfound renown ahead of his 31st July 17th trial, a date when Netflix released a feature-length documentary recounting 15 years' worth of alleged extraterrestrial and supernatural encounters called Extraordinary, the Stan Romanek Story, which was originally made in 2013 by Seattle director John Schippel, but not added to Netflix until July 17, which in turn exposed the documentary to the man to the streaming website's nearly 100 million subscribers. Now, that means 100 million people now that might not even have known who Stan Romanek is now do. Hmm. The film is in a, is a series of uh, vignettes uh, without voiceover narrations, all of which, which are presented as uh, mesmerizing evidence dating back to 2000. In dozens of home videos, uh, photographs, and interviews, often accompanied by dramatic uh, classical music, director uh, John Shuffle presents evidence of unidentified flying objects, uh, sightings, encounters with little green men in Romanek's home. But nothing about the nothing about the uh, kitty videos. No, 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 nothing about that. But you know, here's the thing: I've seen this video. The video used to go for about uh, ninety bucks. All right. Right. It was a pretty expensive DVD when it came out, and, you know, they lowered the price on it. Uh, but I saw the, uh, I actually seen this thing. There's not much there, and what's, you know, in the video, it's easily uh, hoaxed. I mean, there's literally not much but a bunch of interviews with his wife, himself, uh, him uh, under hypnosis, and a bunch of, like, nonsense. It's all a matter of perspective, you know, I get it. Right. Anyway, good answer. But uh, it, it's just, uh, you know, it's funny because they're putting this out now on Netflix, which is going to give him and his supposed abduction case so much more exposure. Uh, right around the time his trial is about to go to uh, go to court. And uh, mm. if he loses this thing, by the way, he's facing close to what I, I think it was like maybe a couple hundred years in prison, something like that. For, it, well, it depends how many videos they caught on his server. A lot. All right, it's gonna really. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it says here several yeah. of these girls are very young and unmistakably children. Okay, now. <sighs> well. Yeah. Now it says here Stan Romanek was arrested, of course, of child pornography in February thirteenth, twenty fourteen. Uh, Romanek and his wife Lisa denied the charges and have claimed their home computer was hacked in an effort to silence him and warn other experiencers not to speak out. Authorities tell a different story, though. They say that Romanek was arrested on a warrant that was issued on February 12, 2014. A Loveland, Colorado police press uh, release read the warrant said the warrant was further progression of an eight-month-long investigation of the online sharing and possession of child pornography that included Ooh. the execution of uh, a search warrant in April of 2013, uh, the search warrant was executed at Romanek's home and followed several tips that were provided by Homeland Security that were then investigated further by Loveland Police, detectives, and the Northern uh, Colorado Regional Forensics Laboratory. Uh, so this was an ongoing eight-month-long investigation into this man. It wasn't just one day to the other uh, hmm. where they, they got this. Now, in 2008, this is your Homeland uh, Security Special Agent, Daryl Franklin discovered images traced from peer-to-peer file-sharing networks to Romanek's IP address. And this showed very young girls being sexually assaulted, according to a Loveland police report cited in the Huffington Post investigation. He said local law enforcement were hamstrung in their ability to investigate further, however, because Loveland police did not have a cyber crimes unit at the time. So they didn't go any further with it and left it alone. Okay. Now, 
In 2013, Franklin allegedly found child pornography once again and uh, could be traced to the Romanex computer. Reports said the pictures contained images of girls that spanned in the age range of approximately 5 years old to Ooh. approximately 12 years old. Hmm. In each of these photos, the girls were are, uh, posed in uh, seductive manners and uh, are exposing their breasts and genitalia. Uh, several of these girls are very young and unmistakably children. Now, this time, uh, it says here, we, uh, this time the recently established cyber crimes unit was able to, uh, serve a search warrant on Romanek's uh, home in April, uh, of that year. So in other words, they had busted him before. They couldn't do anything about it because they didn't have a cyber crimes unit in place. Well, they found the information, but right. They well, they, they they kind of yeah. They, yeah, but well, they I, had, hang, have on, hang on one second. I, I, you know, I'm not defending him in any way, shape, or form. But I must say that having images where there's no adult partner or child partner can still be interpreted as art. Uh, not according to the way these uh, children were position or pose. Did you see or, the pictures? Did you see the pictures? No, no. Okay, so you can't make that decision. Well, this I is mean, why we're going to trial. Well, uh, right, it's, it, exactly. right, it's going to trial. All right, uh, now this here, this, hold on. Duncan, he's defending himself, obviously. Of course, he well, obviously he's, def- obviously he's going to defend himself. You know, but, I mean, you look at Georgia O'Keefe, the photographer. There's tons of photographers that have taken pictures of, of, you know, that type of material, and it's not considered, you know, child porn. It's considered, uh, you know, art in some circles. Uh, yeah, so, and pedophile circles. Uh, well, says no. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish reading here. Hold okay. on. Says, this time, the recently established cyber crimes unit was able to serve the search warrant on Romanek's home in April that year. Uh, the lead investigator Brian Koopman found uh, the computer's hard drive that had been erased. Think about that. He found the computer's hard drive had been erased. However, investigators later reportedly found hundreds of images depicting child pornography on USB sticks and similar videos on a laptop. And Romanek was arrested in February of 2014 because of what they found. In other words, the initial computer that they had traced everything to had the hard drive erased, and I guess everything was transferred over to a laptop and a USB stick. Mm-hmm. That's Dan Romanek. Okay. The tr- the trial says here that erased hard drive prompted the next bizarre chapter in the saga in the saga uh, when it emerged that Tammy Fisher, a former Loveland police officer, had befriended the Romanex during 2012-2013 and had met with them as well exchanged text messages with Lisa Romanek at critical times during the child pornography investigation. Now, Kubin suspected that Fisher had tipped off the Romanex to an impending search of their home. Culminating in the hard drive being wiped, he, subs- he says here, and uh, they applied for a search warrant on Fisher's phone records, but the investigation of his former colleague did not uh, progress. Fisher then sued Koopman and uh, Loveland Police Chief Luke Hecker, alleging malicious prosecution without probable cause, and accused Hecker of improperly training and supervising Koopman. After a protocol, uh, after a pro- uh, protracted legal battle in the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Tenth Circuit ruled on May 2017 that a district court had been 
had been right to dismiss Fisher's case, adding fuel to Rummenick's claims that police and government corruption and a cover-up with Detective uh, Brian Cooper have been the subject of other allegations in the investigations years, uh, in the investigating years. In April 2016, uh, he was eventually cleared on charges of attempting to influence public officials as part of 2013's murder investigation of Loveland reporter Harold, uh, reporter Harold reported. Uh, and there's another quote here that I want to get to. It says, the testimony in All question right. is one of which Copeland discussed as Walgreens surveillance video in a preliminary hearing and established probable cause of stalking charges pressed against Wallace. Well, that's really nothing to do with uh, Stan Romanek's case. Regardless, he was, uh, I guess, the, the, he was going through another case and he dropped those charges um, as, he, as this case is going on. But the basic story here, though, you know, he, of course he's going to defend himself. Alan. I mean that's a right. no brainer. I mean that's a no brainer. Right. I mean that's that's a that's a given. But here's but, the but, thing. Here's, here's the thing. They find the connection here with this person, uh Fisher, that was friendly with the Romanex, hung out with the Romanex, shared texts with the Romanex, then when they go in, uh, you know, coincidentally the hard drive has been wiped. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, are we talking? Are we talking about uh, like Hillary Clinton white uh, type of thing? Uh, yeah. I don't know, but it does seem a little suspicious. I will happily give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't concern me. Let me phrase this right. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. If the guy goes to jail, he gets what he deserves. Well, it, it is our uh, circus because this is a uh, ufology, man. You know, this guy, for whatever uh, you know reason, uh, blew up in the world of ufology, and uh, he, his well, name. Well, Netflix covering this aspect of the guy. Well, I don't think so. I think they're just putting the uh, the actual uh, supposed abduction and you know his uh, story on the, right. the video. Right. I mean, it's a video. If it's the same video that I saw. Uh, there's really nothing much there, and it doesn't cover this at all. This part of it, I am intrigued, honestly. And I've talked about this with Jesse, uh, with you know, with yourself, and uh, with with Rich, and, and a bunch of other folks. Uh, I'm really intrigued uh, to see what this case becomes, and to see if there's any other names that get dropped in the uh, the overall uh, case here. Because if there's other people in ufology that are trading back and forth with this guy, child pornography, and they start going after people and finding child porn in their computers, well then. That's going to expose maybe a handful of folks that uh, we might know, and that's uh, yeah, going to bring down I, the subject a whole lot. I'll tell you, that's. I good. hope it's only if it if that is true. I hope it's only a handful, and not widespread, because that would be a problem. That would be a problem. Now, they did say it was it's, a, it's a problem now, so. but you know it would be a much bigger problem. Uh, this is this is not good, folks. This is really not good. No, no, no. I mean, why would he transfer the images to his laptop and USB stick? To save it for later and maybe thinking he wasn't going to get caught, probably. I mean, the balls on this guy. You know the story and you know the joke. There are you know what I'm saying? Smart people no, no, seriously. The, the, it, he, he got tipped off by a, by a police officer, supposedly, right? Let's just say he did. Right. Supposedly, in theory. And, you know, instead of doing the smart thing and just getting rid of all the shit that he has, the balls of this guy, oh, I'm going to transfer to my USB stick. They'll never no find it. No one's going to find it. Yeah, <laughs> no one's going <laughs> to Yeah. Yeah. Not, 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 not only that, yeah. when they first arrived, by the way, when they first arrived to arrest him, and this is something that sticks out to me, and I'll never forget this piece of dialogue. He said uh, to, to Lisa, oh, they hear about the child pornography again. 
And it was kind of like said in uh, almost sarcastic, joking manner. You know, it, Dude, can, first of all, you don't you don't possibly, joke about that shit. First of all, I mean that's not nothing possibly, to joke about. Can it can it possibly be that something was planted on his hard drive? I mean, yes, and here's the thing: yes and no. But they're not. It's not so much that they're just going after what images are there. They're going after the peer-to-peer transaction of these images. Okay. In other words, and, they're, they're and, looking and at when someone controls a computer remotely, like the bots that take over your your system when you have malicious hardware and become repeater torrent, you know, right. servers. Sometimes you can find it. Sometimes you'll see it in your system, and sometimes you won't. Okay. Uh, I see what you're saying, but I think the audience is going, what the hell did he just say? Okay. I'm not defending the guy in any way, shape, or form. But I know I have seen computers taken over where it becomes a BitTorrent server or a peer-to-peer server, and the owner has no clue that it's a server for someone else. Right. I don't think that's the case here, though. Okay. If that's, you know... I, I, I know what you mean, but I don't think that's the case here. Because, I mean, from what my understanding is, this is uh, some sort of a peer-to-peer uh, exchange. Not like a right. server or peer-to-peer exchange. Well, but like, no, no. Once it, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's peer-to-peer, but it's being controlled by someone not in the house. But, right. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Okay, but I'm just saying. But but the the thing is, they're saying that it was controlled in the house. Then then the man should be going to jail, and he should be meeting Bubba in the shower when he drops his bar of soap. Oh, Bubba! Anyway, moving on from the Stan Romanek thing because if if he's guilty, roast him, roast the Uh, bastard. That's what I'm saying. That's you know that's my feeling on it. Roast him if he's guilty. Mm-hmm. Beyond reasonable doubt. I mean, this is why, folks, uh, we have the court system. Uh, you know, we're right. gonna, he's going to get his day in court, and uh, he's going to get to show his evidence, which is, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, something they could get you know, him completely cleared of these charges. Because I would hate, hate. Well, if he's guilty, he should not be cleared of his charges. Well, you know what I mean. That that he can prove that the government was, you know. Hacking the system and stuff might not even be the government. For all we maybe, know, maybe it was Russia. Who the hell knows? You know, he, maybe he pissed someone off in the UFO community, and this was extracted as revenge. Damn you, Putin! It's not Damn like we've you, seen Stan. that happen before. True that. Don't don't forget, we. It's not like we've never seen that happen before, where people have put images or documents on other people's computers and in the UFO community. Never's happened before, has it? No, never. Mm -mm. Okay, there you go. Now uh, let's move on real quick before we get to the uh, uh, well, your favorite segment on the show here: a mailbag uh, poop through the air hole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when we get to it, we get to it. We have actually, we have a couple questions directed at you, sir. Oh, great. What did I do now? Oh, you're going to like them. Uh, But uh, real quick, uh, exactly 17 years ago this week, three UFOs were sighted buzzing the uh, Roswell Army Air Force Base in New Mexico. Is it 70 years already? Yes, if you it was later the 70th the, anniversary. Wow, I was at the 60th anniversary. I was in Roswell. Finish. 
Oh, well, I'm really? sorry if I interrupted you. Anywho, uh, a few days later, the army uh, used a new scale uh, long longitudinal radar, whatever device, to scramble the electromagnetic, causing them to crash. Two of the UFOs struck another and went down uh, in Corona, New Mexico. As we all know, the uh, the case of the Roswell crash, 1947. Guys, uh, 65 years ETs from all kinds of uh, races have been uh, claimed to have been seen. Bodies have been claimed. Uh, crashes, two UFOs, one UFO, all kinds of stories have come out. New books have just come out by Steve Alton. And a couple of new books that I really urge you guys to go check out. And I just want to give them a little promo. Undisclosed, a novel by Steve Alton. And as this year we've been lied to, it's uh, going to talk about New Mexico, the Roswell crash, and all, all sorts of uh, crashes that took, uh, took place around that era and that time uh, scale that we might not have known about. Uh, really cool book. Check it out again. Steve Alton. And you can find it over on Amazon.com. The book is called Undisclosed. And, Sounds uh, like a good book. I just uh, I got that this weekend. I thought it was uh, a really interesting read, so I wanted to uh, get that out to the public. Now right. we're moving on uh, because uh, we're short on time here. We only got uh, about a half an hour, and some of these uh, questions that came in are really good. Uh, we don't have any, right. more, uh, any more stories, right? You have nothing else you wanted to uh, talk about? Um, uh, is there any stories that I missed here? I just saw a couple of things that were interesting on YouTube that, you know, some – some things that were recorded in the night sky that were not fireworks, um, but that can wait. Well, could, no, 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 no. We have a we have a minute or two, so uh, go ahead and right. it to me. No, 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 no. I, I will send you the link. I got to go find it again. Uh, hang on one second. Um, you know, never prepared. I, I, I know some people. I know some people like Secure Team 10. I know some people don't like Secure Team 10. But I, I've got to admit that, you know, the latest video that they put up of July 4th is showing some very interesting ships flying, uh, or some objects flying, um, were rather interesting to say the least. Here, I'm going to give you the link to it, uh, in here. Um, I, 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 I'm I'm impressed with what they caught, and actually, funny as it is, um, I actually went sky watching on Fourth of July and Fifth and Sixth in Texas, um, and I caught a couple of things. Well, not me, but the photographer who had this really amazing camera caught one or two things that were rather interesting, to say the least, um, on his 4K high def, uh, you know, phone, not phone, but um, you know, camera DSLR camera that he had, and I'm like, I'm waiting for him to send it to me. But um, it was really, really amazing, and uh, I sent you the link for what Secure Team Ten found, and it's you cannot deny, you know, these things flying in the middle of nowhere, then pausing, then going in a totally different direction. You know, it it, it defies conventional aircraft. You know, it almost looks like it's a, a living being and you know, it's just hopping around, like having a good time and not like, you know, aliens in a ship. So he, you must talk to him and say zip bop, bitty bop, whatever the. F- These are, those, those are my people, man. They're the ones listening in from intergalactic uh, places. You know, they're, they're there. Sure, sure, they're listening to us. Okay. They're, they're zippity bop, bitty bop, boop bop, boom, boom bop. Sure. Uh, folks, I don't you're know just what not, you just said. You're yeah. just not hip with the lingo, my friend. That's all that is. You got to zippity-boop-bop, yoda-boop-bop, bada-boom-bop-bop. 
Yeah, okay. Um, I'm thinking some of our listeners are, well, I know I'm getting annoyed with it, uh, but I'm hoping some of the listeners will mention to you that it just really just doesn't sound right when you do that. I mean, it, you know, it, it, you should get the sound effects from Mars Attacks when the aliens go, ack, 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 ack. Mm. Um, I, disagree, I disagree, sir. I completely disagree. I, I would get all the sound effects of all the aliens talking from the 50s, 60s, and 70s and combine them and have them having a conversation just for giggles. I think that would be hilarious. But I got a twisted sense of humor, but that's just me. All right, you, you're, you're done? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. done. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Well, I'm my intergalactic listeners are kind of upset with you. Okay, what'd they say in the chat? Okay, room? is a hell of a drug. <laughs> That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying about you, my friend. They're saying they're upset at me. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Send me to, send me the link to the chat room so you know so I can see. It's on there. Skype, That's bro. What... It's on it's on Skype. You I gotta go find that one again. Yeah. I know. I gotta go hunting for that. By the way, I'm looking at some of the videos here as I'm killing time talking to you gibberish, and uh, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Somebody. I mean, look, I've done enough of my fair share of sky watching, and I've seen some of the same stuff. And after my initial two sightings as a kid. Um, you know, I didn't think I was gonna ever see something that cool again. But when you go sky watching, you start seeing all kinds of crazy stuff. And I, again, you gotta, you just gotta be there for hours and hours and hours sometimes right. to yeah. to capture something and see something. And um, you know, I wouldn't put it past that some of this stuff is real. I, I really wouldn't. Um, some of it obviously can be easily CGI'd. Uh, you know, all of it can be CGI'd. Let's be honest. With today's it can all be CGI'd, but do we think it is? Yeah. But do, not only do we think it is, I mean, do we? See the patterns of reality in the video, because you know CGI. Yeah, you can make it. You can make anything look, you know, really good. But you can almost right. tell, you know, what's fake and what's not fake sometimes. Um, I don't it, think this sky watching video that they did is that they put up here is fake. It looks, it looks good. It looks like the yeah. right star systems. The stars are in the right place. The, you know, what the they're showing. The movement is accurate. Yeah, the movement of the the, the amount exactly. of uh, luminosity that it's giving off. Whatever it is that is moving, both of them that are moving, um, yeah, I can't dismiss it as as CGI. I can't. Well, that's a, that's a very good one. I'm gonna uh, put that over on a uh, PSN chat right now, so you guys who are in there can check that video out at your leisure. You know, it's I'm awesome. the, I'm, more, I'm more of a skeptic than anything else. You know, I want to believe, but you know, I'm seeing this and I'm like, yeah, I can't turn away. I can't deny that it's not there. You know. I understand, and I'm also putting it over on our uh, PSN, uh, I mean, our uh, Facebook page, our okay. Skywatchers Facebook page. If you guys want to check the video out, it'll be linked there in a minute. Um, now, yeah, I'm not calling a uh, Basquatch on that, guys. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not either. That's pretty darn good stuff in there. Yeah. And, you know, the secure team, uh, for you know, whatever you think about them, whether you like them or don't like them or whatever, I don't think they're hoaxing, you know, everything they're putting out there, but I do think they're in it for the money, and they're in it just to, you know, to make a buck. I think they are in it in for the money that they make with all the viewers on YouTube. Correct. Are, are they? Do do I think they're making this stuff up? I don't. Not all I of don't it. Know. No. no I, uh, See, I don't. I don't I put don't them know. in the same classification as, uh, for example, the uh, turds, fakes, and baboons. For example. <laughs> If you know who I'm talking about, yes, yes, the, the yes. cousins, the cousins that are brothers and brothers that are cousins. And right, yeah. They're, uh, they're their own grandpa. That's time travel for you. 
Yep. That's what that does, I, I, yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to say. I want to say the name, but we're going to choose not to say the name. How about that? Why are we gentlemen now? All of a sudden, is that what's going on here? Uh, you know, I just don't want to open this up to any legal issues. Good man. Good man. You I, I, slandered us, and I'm like, you deserved it. Well, I think people don't understand. You know, people could will understand what we're talking about when we say turds, fakes, and baboons. Yeah, I I, I would hope people would realize, but you all know, right. not. Not, not everybody does. But anyway, anyway so tell on. me, so tell me, moving on, um, what do we have in, from the blasts? Ah, yes, your favorite segment, Mighty. Let's get to the blast or the a-hole segment. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Come here. Alright, here we go. Come here. Alright. Let's get this shit First question. Okay. Something uh, on one. Here we go. This is for you, Alan. Now this is for the other guy. This is you. All right. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. NASA sends you, Alan, right. on a solo mission to on a solo mission uh, to the universe to find life. All right. Through the universe to find life. Okay. Right. Now it's a real mission. Uh huh. All right. Uh, but, you know, you have to go at it and does this your, um, you have to go out by yourself, I guess, with, right. uh, you know, a bunch of, like, AIs or whatever. I'm trying to read, it's not really well written out, by the way. Okay. So I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to, like uh, read it out as best as possible. Okay, all right. Uh, you're not, you're going to be Bottom by yourself. There's going to be any other humans, but you'll be, uh, you know, out there by yourself with maybe some, you know, AIs uh, to help you along. But you're the only living person, and your job is to find little creatures that it's worth uh, shipping out uh, to Earth as test dummy or as test studies, uh, and you decide. I have no idea what this person wrote. It's really bizarre. You decide that you want to become a god. Would you or would you not stay around and dis- and make them worship you and become a deity if you found a race that was as backward enough as that that these creatures would actually worship you? The other day. Okay, all right. First question is... By the way, that is that is by Anselmo Pedroso, so if he didn't okay, exactly it, it write that perfectly... Okay, it was lost translation there. Yeah. Okay, so here's my answer first off. If I'm traveling in a spaceship just by myself, do I at least get a sex bot to take with me? What He says you're going to get all kinds of artificial intelligence, robots. So yeah, you could, for sure. Okay, so I, I do have a sex bot to take with me. Yes, Okay. All right. You have yes. a sex spot. I have the sex spot. So and she's hot. Okay, that alleviates one of the problems. Yes. All right. Yes, she's she's super hot. Okay. All right. But she's a robot. That's that's super hot. Okay. So if I find intelligent life, but our technology is superior, do I try and convince them that I'm a god? Uh, right. But remember, your job is to get go there, get these little creatures, whatever they are, and you know, store them and bring them back to Earth, so we can use them as test dummies or test uh, as some kind of like scientific experiment. Or would you rather just stay on the planet and have them worship you as a god? Which one would you choose? It depends what level of civilization they're at. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's say. Well, I mean, you, you, I guess you would have to compare it to what Earth. Well, it depends at what period of evolution are they at. It, it, it's a really, really important question. 
Um, you know, do we take the non non interference thing and just abduct them and a couple of them and bring them back as uh, test? Ah, you know, test prime animals? directive. Prime exactly. Directive. Or yep. or do we affect their evolution so they get up to on par with us if they're not a warlike civilization? You know, are they a warlike civilization or are they a peaceful civilization? You know, civilization. I, 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 there are so many variables to this answer. You know, well, let's I, say, I, I let's can't say, just give one answer. All right, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because since this wasn't exactly, uh, you know, written phrased out well. perfectly and rephrased perfectly. Yeah, uh, okay. let's just say you 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 know you get to this planet. Yep. Um, it's very it's very Earth like, right? Yep. But it's it's like say Earth. Um, right in the uh, times of uh, of like say the pharaohs. Okay. Okay, you get they to have, Earth. They, they have, have some, some th- type of a intelligence. They right. have a warlike type of society. But, but they're, right, but they're much more peaceful. This is a peaceful race. They have, they don't have they haven't had a war yet per se. I mean they they're not you know a warlike planet. But you, you don't know that because you just got there, so you have okay. no idea. You don't know what I they have, are. I don't have all the answers to make an educated decision. Well, is, but hear me out. This is why I'm going to bring devil's advocate. I'm going to give you kind of a scenario. Okay, this okay. is the scenario. Okay, so you right. get there. They, they seem to be very peaceful, very humble, very nice looking little creatures. Now you're a small fellow. You're like what, five foot one, five foot two? Oh, thanks. No, I'm not. I'm a bit taller than that, you know. All right, five foot four, right? No, six. still keep going. Yeah, five six, five seven, depending on how well I slept. There you go. So you're, he's five foot five. People, let's be realistic. He wears shoes. Shut up. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. So let's say these creatures are about three foot tall, right? They're little tiny guys, about three foot tall. They run around, but they're very cute, and you know they they're very friendly. They they're, they're not warlike. They've built you know their their infrastructure. They have their little cities, uh, they, but they don't have technology per se, like you know electricity, running water. So right. you get there. And, you know, your technology to them might seem like magic. So, you know, obviously, obviously they're going to be like, whoa, this guy might be Well, hold on. That's God. only if they actually see me. I'm supposed to be observing their culture right. beforehand. Well, this is, so, this is, I think this is the gist of the question they want to know is, would your ego, uh, make you, you know, become a God to them and lead them? Or would you sit back and abduct them as you're told and then ship them back to Earth? What would you do? This is going to be a really, really sick question, but can I procreate with them or not? That is a pretty sick question. <laughs> because we're talking about three foot tall little people, man. And, well, like no, no, and we don't know no, if they, no, they, no, don't no, even know if they look the, human, you know, or humanoid. I mean, I never said that. We said little creatures. Are we genetically compatible? Don't you have enough of your sex bot? Well, you figure, here's the answer to that in my eyes. Um, if we're genetically compatible and they are a race that needs development, do I create a genetic bloodline like ancient astronaut theory suggests that has been done in both China as well as in Egypt? Um, do I create a genetic bloodline to help guide them in their development or not? That would be your, you know, what would be your answer? What would you, which would you do? What would you do? It depends on their stage of development. It's, it's, it's a, it's a hard answer to give. I'm sorry. I don't know, th- I don't know how to answer it at this point in time. 
I'm going to pass. I'm going to skip answering it at this time. I think it's a brilliant question, even though it's kind it's of It's a like, great question. I just don't know how to answer well it. Not well written out. I should have actually pre-written it better for him and kind of like maybe uh, restructured some of it. But uh, Anselmo Pedroso, a.k.a. Divine Testicles, in the uh, chat, thank you for that, that question. That was certainly an interesting... It stumped the other guy because he can't give me an honest answer. So, yeah. there yeah. you go. No, it's not that I can't give you an honest answer. I just don't know how to answer it. <laughs> it's, it's it's a tough one. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. All right, so there we go. Now, right. next question comes from Cody, and Cody wants to know, uh, he, he's asking he or she. Well, Cody could be both he or she, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, Cody wants to know, was the alien autopsy from the 90s uh, real or fake? What do you guys think? Wait, say that again? Uh, was the alien autopsy from the 90s real or fake? What do you guys think? I think it was fake because there were certain telltale signs, and they admitted that it was fake. But it was an accurate reenactment of what happened, supposedly. I think it was real. No. The yeah, clock on the wall was was not from that time period. Um, the film itself that was used did not have the right chemical composition. Um, the, I heard been, otherwise. It's, it's been debunked. It's well, I heard otherwise. Debunked. But uh, I think I think it was real because uh, for one particular reason, which is? Um, I like to live in fantasy land. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, that thing was fake as all hell. No, in fact, uh, Jesse Randolph, uh, I think he knows or knew some of the folks who were involved in faking that thing. Well, I, so, I believe that. Yeah, um, so I think, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, definitely fake. I don't know, I'm, look, whether it was depicting a real event, uh, the guy, I think his name was Centilli or Centelli or something like that, the guy who put Ray the video Centilli. out. Ray Centilli. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, absolutely right, Ray Centilli. Uh, he said something to that, uh, nature. He said that the video was hoax, uh, but it was depicting an actual video that he purchased, which was in really bad shape, so he commissioned to have this done to reenact the video that he had, uh, I guess, uh, purchased and uh, just was, was not usable. Uh, to me, that's a cop-out, and it's a, a bullshit answer, if uh, that's his answer. Uh, he should not have uh, recreated anything, anything that he had in his possession. Anything, even though it's not really that, you know, well, uh, you know, if it's not that viewable, for example, if it's, if it's in bad shape, just put it out, whatever we can see in there, you know, put that out. Right. You know, as blurry as it might be, if it's authentic, if we can prove that this came from that era, at least, at least that adds some credibility to, like, the story. You know, so, there you go. So, there you All go, right. Cody. There you go. All right. All right, what else, what other questions do we got? We got another question here, and uh, this was by a person named Mike. Once again, I'm assuming this is a man named Mike. Could be a woman nowadays. You never know. <clears throat> it's a it's a trigender. Um, they'll try any gender. Um, you know, there's. Do we want to get into the discussion of how many? No, 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 no. Are? Let me just read the question. Just, okay, fine. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Bruce Jenner. Uh, this is here. Why is it that only white? Uh, <clears throat> and I'm going to uh, use a different term here than what was used by Mike. Why is it that it's only white? Uh, country folks 
They get abducted by aliens. Why no brothers or Latinos? Now listen here, Mike. There's been plenty of brothers and Latinos that have been abducted by aliens. Uh, but true, there is more of a, a of a white to black or Latino ratio that gets abducted uh, by aliens. Uh, I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because more alien abductions happen in the middle of America because there's wooded areas and they can hide out and do experiments in and you know, Travis Welton, like, you know, just stumble upon a ship somewhere. You know, you know, Latinos tend to live more in the borderlines of the country, like, where there's oceans, because we tend to like oceans. So, right. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I've seen reports of UFOs uh, in the oceans here in Florida, and people talk about seeing lights and stuff in the sky, but it's not as as big, uh, I think, in the, in the outer parts of the country as it is as the inner, you know, areas where there's a lot more white folks. I think that's really just about it. I don't think the aliens just, you know, uh, picking a, a race and saying, oh, okay, we're going to choose the white people to procreate the hybrids with and uh, forget right. about the Latinos and the brothers. We don't need them. Yeah. Hmm. Unless the aliens are racist. What do you think? Um, Those great I, bastards. I, I have no idea. I don't know. Little great bastards. Okay, if you say so. I'm telling you, one day they're gonna abduct us. And they're, gonna, they're gonna have like swastikas and all kind of racist paraphernalia on their UFOs, and I'm gonna get upset. <laughs> it's gonna be maddening. I'll tell you, maddening. Well, there you go. All right. Do you have any any answer to that other uh, guy to that question? Nope. No, actually, no. I'd really no, not, don't. No, not touching that one. No, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna play pass. <laughs> There what else go. we got? All right, we got a couple more here. James wants to know, and uh, this is for you, by the way. All right. Well, for both of us, but he wants to mostly get an answer from you. He says, why do so many people believe the lies told by some in ufology? Uh, you think it's uh, you think that people are just dumb, gullible? What's the answer, other guy? I think it's both gullible and people really, really want to believe. They really, really want to believe the evidence. And I've got a funny feeling that three-fingered mummy they found in South America is going to turn out to be fake. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Because I actually, through a friend of a friend in the movie oh, industry, yep. in the movie industry, might I might actually be able to point out who it was that made that. Well, you sure need to get on the horn right now and, and you know, point that out because uh, let me tell you, a lot of people are being taken by that. I'm sure it's going to come out who made it. Who made The person who made it will make an announcement that he's the one who made it and how he made it. I am sure it will happen. Uh, right now, Gaia, Gaia, right, Gaia. Gaia, whatever, yeah, those people... And little, little Jaime Musan are uh, pimping that thing like it's the next coming of like the uh, the Greys. <laughs> so, uh, if if you know a name, by all means, my friend, drop it like it's hot. I got I've got to get permission from someone to call him out on it first. I can't just throw down the gauntlet saying, this is the guy that made it, so go to hell. Um, okay, but was this prop used in a movie or something? Because this looks like something out of the X-Files, to be honest with you. Um, parts of it have been used in a movie or two. 
Am I close with the X-Files? No. No. No, you're not. Well, that sucks. Okay. Uh, is it a movie that I've seen? Probably not. It was used for a very, very B movie. I watch B movies. I like, you know. Well, like I said, I can, I'm not gonna call it out until I get permissions, and until I get permission from someone to let me point out who it is. Well, you better keep us informed, other guy, because now that you've put that out there, you know, I I expect a uh, you know a report from you pretty soon. They spoke to somebody, and somebody said, "Yep, let's do this." Because I, I, I want to put this out there. If you actually know where this came from, <laughs> yeah, I, I, trust me, I will. I will happily point out who did it, and I will probably have to point out that those people that are pimping it also knew it was fake because they're the ones who requested it being made. Whoa. That's what I need to get permission for. Whoa, I'm, I'm, hold I'm on. Trying, I am trying to find the bill of sale. Hold your horses. Hold only, on, hold that's on. That's the only thing I'm going to say. Hold uh, hold your horses. Let's backtrack here a second. Hold on. Okay. So you're telling me that this, whatever this is, whatever this uh, was made from, was made exclusively for the folks at Gaia. I'm saying that parts of it were used in a couple of movies. Okay. But the combination of it might have, and I cannot verify this at this point in time. Right. I cannot. Right. I cannot. I'm trying to get definitive answers and proof. Okay. But it was made for them. Okay. They know. They kn- if if what someone said to me in the past two weeks is true the people at Gaia know it's fake because they're the ones who had it actually shipped directly to them from the special effects studio wow you heard it here folks Skywatchers Radio bombshell right there that's the best answer that I could give I need to get I need to get verification and confirmation first but you know, and I, I need to get a bill of sale. You know, if I'm going to drop this bomb, you know, I'm going to drop the bomb. And it's going to piss off a lot of people that want to believe. I want to believe, but I got a funny feeling it ain't real. I've had that feeling uh, for a long time with this uh, prop since I first laid, laid eyes on it. It just... It's just, too uh, well preserved. Yeah, it doesn't look. It just does not look real. It almost looks okay. moist. Okay. Right. It, 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 yeah, I, I just can't buy it. So, what other things wow. do we got? What, what other? What other wonderful? Um... Well, just to uh, finish the question here by James, uh, why do so many people believe in uh, live? Blah, 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 blah? Well, because they're dumb, James. That's really the gist of it. No, it's not because they're dumb. It's just because uh, they want to believe. We want. I want to believe. I know. I you know. I really do want to believe. Problem is, that's what what it is. Yeah. You know, we just want to believe. It's rough. We we all want to believe. Moving on, next one and the last one here is by a. a, a, This definitely is a lady. Okay. Has to be a lady. The name is Irene. Come on, Irene. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Whoa, whoa. Well, anyway, moving on. What? You don't remember that song? Yeah, no, it's a good song. 
Okay. Says here, so, what you, the, so what are you saying whoa, whoa, whoa for? Because, you know, I just sounded kind of funny. Come on, Irene. You know, it's... I'm just saying. Uh, the... the, the <laughs> The material from the crash that uh, hold on, let me start again. The material from the crash at Roswell was said not to be able to be folded or bent or cut. So how the hell did they bro- did it break when it crashed? This has never been. Uh, this never sat right with me. How can you explain that? Well, uh, Irene, if you're a woman, or whatever it is that you are. <gasps> It was an explosion, man. Like, this thing crashed. Who knows how fast it was going. Something exploded from inwards, outwards, probably. Most likely. Yeah, Whatever energy they were using to drive the anti-gravity system exploded. I mean, we don't have the, uh, the, the, you know, the question is uh, a legit question, but we don't have the answers to this kind of stuff, man. We, We barely even, you know, have any evidence that there was anything that happened at Roswell. I mean, really, it's... Not a story. And it's 70 years later. And we're still wondering. Exactly. But Irene, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, man. It is funny, though, because, uh, you know, you read the reports and you see the videos when they talk about the, the wreckage. And, yeah, you know, they say that you can't scratch it, you can dent it, uh, you can beat it up with a hammer. When You know, when you fold it and you just open your hand, it'll, little pieces just unfold back into, like, a perfect shape. Which that ten, that's bizarre in itself, because mm-hmm. uh, supposedly you'd be able to bend like you know some you know large chunks of metal with your bare hands. You'd be able to Da-da-da, fold it. Superman, yeah. right? And then you'd open your hand and it'd just like ceramic wrap, you know, like it just open right. right back up. But here's the thing: I mean, if this is metal that's indestructible, how could it be that flexible that you can just roll it up? Well, we ball? have something. We have something that's the the. Basics of that we have spring steel, where you could bend your bend the steel in any which way you want. But based on how it was forged and what shape it was forged in and heated and cooled down in, it'll spring back to that shape. It's called spring steel. Well, I have to look into that. I have no idea about spring steel, but I mean, we're talking about like thin, you know, pieces of metal. That's what it was described as uh, the wreckage that you could fold up and then it'll just boop, plop right back into the original position. So I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, Hang on, sending you the link. Good man. I'll check that out in a second here. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Irene, uh, you know, it's never said right with me either, but it's one of those things that, uh, you know, we weren't there, so we have no idea. And again, look, it's alien technology, folks. It's, you know, exotic. Alien technology, if it is from another world that crashed at Roswell. So we really can't pinpoint to anything and say, oh, it's because of this, because it's alien. How the hell should we know? Exactly. We don't have all the answers. Sorry. Right. I wish I did. If I had all the answers, my God, I'd be so rich right now. (laughs) Wouldn't we all? All right. So, all right, um, that's it. We We're done. We that's gotta... the last one. No, no, no right, more. Good. I guess no we got to take a break. Uh, we got to go right. get our guest. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I will be on the back hour of the show. Um, yes. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm gonna yes. try. Oh boy. I'm, I'm gonna try. Uh. Well, you could hold your own with this guy. Yeah, but it's it's more fun when it's the two of us. I know, I know, I know. We'll discuss. So stick this around. Off. So stick around. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. No, try. there's no trying. There's like Yoda said, don't try. Do, do or do not. There is no try. I've been up since three. Shush. Sure, sh- I, I haven't slept. I haven't slept in three. I haven't slept in three days. 
Crimea River. Yeah. Guys, we'll be right back on the other side of the break with UFO Bob right here on Skywatchers Radio. Stick around. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, it will. Dig deep into his story. Alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Put a team of professional consultants behind your home or business computer with key information solutions. Providing solutions to your internet and computing needs while keeping you on the cutting edge of technology. Preventative maintenance and networking support. Hardware and custom built computers. Let key information solutions be your personal tech staff for your home or office with affordable hourly, monthly, or annual rates to fit anyone's budget. Call key information solutions now. 954 That's 954-973-3374. Or visit keyinformation.com. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman fan site in the world. Supermanhomepage.com, covering the world of Superman from the 1930s to today. News, reviews, rumors, and reports. Supermanhomepage.com, for all your Superman comics, TV shows, movies, cartoons, radio shows, and more. Everything you ever wanted to know about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com
All right, everybody, rocking out to Enemy by Tim Branham. Love this track. This is Skywatchers Radio. We're back live on PSN Radio. That's right, psn-radio.com. If you guys want to join the chat room, go to Skype and look us up. We have a Skype chat. is for all our PSN listeners. And you can check that out also by going to the website, psn-radio.com. Go into the uh, Listen Live section and click on the Skype link. It'll drop you right into the conversation. It's a lot of fun. Now joining us and uh, finally with us, the man of the hour, somebody who I've been jonesing on his videos for a, a few weeks now, just loving what I'm seeing, the one, the only, Mr. UFO Bob himself. Welcome to Skywatcher, sir. Well, howdy there, gentlemen. Lord have mercy. It's good to be on your show. Well, thank you for being with us. Well, so, so tell me something. Exactly uh, what are we up to right now? I know I'm up to about five foot seven and growing, but I don't know about anybody else. Alan, you're I, about what five foot one? We said earlier. I'm about five seven two, but I call it altitudinally challenged. Yes, yes. I am altitudinally challenged. Yes, you are, and, and I, I, you got my sympathy, and I'd like to have it back. Thank you very much. Yes. Not a problem. Not a worry. I'm, 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 I'm about I, six I, foot I, tall. I do have one so. question for y'all. Yes, right. yes, go ahead. Okay, because it is not time. And we're into UFOs. Right I got one question: Can yeah. you see Uranus from here? No, I haven't I been able to see that my, in, in about ten years. Uh, to be honest, yeah. With you. My answer to that is I am not double jointed, so the answer is no. No, no. Yeah. Well, I got a couple of joints here I could probably give you, but <laughs> fire it away, yeah, Bob. That's, yeah, that's right. you're, you're in California. That's right. It's all good there, ain't it? Yeah, it's, it's legal here. It's legal. Not more, but it's legal. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Now, Bob, I've been, uh, like I said, checking out your videos for a long time, and I know you, you know, you're a, a UFO fanatic like us here. You're, you're a sky watcher, a researcher, you're a fan, you stud- study this stuff, and then you decided to start cooking with uh, alien recipes. What's going on with your channel? What's up with all the cooking stuff? Well, it's, it's like this. I mean, it, it was, tr- honestly, it was an accident. Now, okay, tell us. I mean, you know, you've seen the alien eggs on the, on the movie Alien, right? Right, right, right. I had right. come across an alien egg, and I thought, I'll see if I can hatch it in the microwave. Right. And Lord have mercy, sense. I was able to, to turn that into a hard-boiled egg. Didn't pop out any chest, but I got a great dinner out of it. And so I put it up on YouTube, and people started watching it. In fact, you know that right now it's got over 100,000 views. Now, I'm not a complete idiot. I'm working on it, but I'm not there yet. And, and I thought to myself, hmm, cooking aliens, people like food, they rack up numbers on the YouTube, so I'm going to give it a try. So I started cooking and talking about aliens, and there you have it. Interesting. Now, are the, are, are you in, let's be honest here, uh, Bob, because, you know, my audience wants to know, are you in contact with aliens, and are they handing you down recipes? Oh, of course. Now, they don't do it in the way you would normally think. Okay. Uh, sometimes they get passed along through some very strange channels. And, uh, well, like Netflix or HBO or something like that, or Spice? Oh, it, it, it's, it's strange. Well, first of all, you know the internet, first, the whole internet thing is alien, is an alien construct. Right. they what they're doing here is they are priming us to take over. 
And by doing that, they're, they're flooding our minds with all these beta rays and gamma rays and, you know, delta rays and, mm-hmm. and, and, and they're, they're, they're dumbing us down. You know that. And Ray from Star Wars. I mean, it's, that goes well, so it's, There you go. Yeah. See, uh-huh. here's the thing. All the secrets, they leave clues in all the movies and all the TV shows and in the books and magazines you read. You just have to look for them. Makes All right, I'll go sense. with that. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. I'm telling you that Ray, she's a hottie. Now, well, that's you know, she's, it, on, she's on desert planet. What do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, in your channel, you have uh, uh, one video in particular, um, and it was cooking eggs, scrambled eggs, yeah. with UFO Bob. And it's yeah. microwavable. What blasphemy is this that the aliens told you about microwavable scrambled eggs? How do you do this? Well, how do you actually do it, or what is the end result that they're looking for? Okay. I, I'll tell you the recipe. I mean, it, I mean it, a hard-boiled it, egg is one thing, but scrambled microwavable, how, how is that possible? Oh, it, it's simple. Okay. First of all, you go, you go on a, a nice glass jar, or not a jar, like a cup or, or a bowl, and you're going to scramble your eggs, and you want to beat it about oh, 100 times. You want it nice frothy. And then you put it in there, and you microwave it for about 60 seconds. And then you have to scramble a little more, turn it over, and another 60 seconds. And I personally like cheese on mine, so I grate the cheese and do add the cheese, and I will send green pepper and some onion, almost like an omelet, and I uh-uh. After two minutes, there it is. First of all, I'm I'm a I'm a man on the go. I'm a man with a mission, and I don't have time to sit in the kitchen all the time cooking up mm-hmm. fancy meals. And so, when I'm in a hotel motel or you know, what the hell, I, I I need some way of eating, and that's how I do it. I feel you. I feel you. Now, would you say that your channel is not even just a cooking channel, though, but it's also like an everyday advice channel for like you know everyday <laughs> folks? And the reason I ask that is because, you know, your video, one of your videos, uh, it was uh, called something like uh, Dumping a Friend, uh, which led me to believe that you're trying to become more of somewhat of a UFO guru for the everyday man. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe not that extreme, but, uh, you know, you know, you did a video called, you know, Dumping Your Friend. And that kind of, like, you know, made me really realize that this is, this is more than just cooking with UFO Bob. Well, well that's true, because... Uh... There's more to life than aliens and UFOs, despite the thoughts of some. And I have a lot of things I want to share with the world, and and so every now and then I just have to, you know, pick up my GoPro, go for a walk out on one of my country roads, and right, and speak that. my mind. And now, how well did how well did it go? By the way, how, how well did it go? Did, did, was it easy dumping your friend, or how, how well did that go? Well. Yeah, that's that's a hard one to discuss. Um, yeah, no, I, might have, I might have a friend or two that I yeah. Just yeah, let me put it. It wasn't easy. I've known this feller now I on the forty five years. Wow. And uh and we we've we've had some adventures together, but um you know, I, I one of the things I do, you were talking about gurus. I listen to a feller by the name of Brian Johnson who has these self-help videos it helps you you know improve who you are he always talks about the big ideas right and uh i've reached the point where i'm i'm not willing to put up with the nonsense of some folks 
the way I used to, especially people who are mm, tend to be self-serving, selfish, inconsiderate, and uh, self-centered. And I, you know, I just I'm sorry. I'm just I guess what it is. I've gotten too old to put up with the BS, and so I had to deal with it. Makes and sense. So mm-hmm. I did. And, no, uh, the re- you know the reason that video struck out to me though, Bob, is because you know I might have a friend that I'd like to maybe you know dump one day, who's been well, you know those here, things. Here, here's the thing about dumping somebody. First of all, I didn't want to be. So I didn't advice my friend. So don't be cruel. I didn't want, okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's no reason. See, I could have gone in there and just unloaded both barrels and shot the sucker right up. Right. With, right. Why? You could do that. Yeah, you could do that. You know, and 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 spew my anger, but that doesn't do any good because Sally, if the person would have gotten it, he wouldn't be that way anyway. Right. And 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 he's not going to change. So True. what I really did is I kind of weaned him off. I just kept making reasons why I couldn't hang out. And uh, so, though it's not completely severed. It's like at 90%. I just, you know, I used to see this person almost all the time, and now I go months without, you know, chit-chatting with him. And if he calls up, I might pick up the phone and be pleasant, but I'm not going to go out of my way like I used to. I think that's just the best way to do it. Just let it slide by. You've matured. Yeah, you've matured. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, <clears throat> other guy, you have any questions uh, so far for our guest? UFO Not Bob? off the top of my head, but I'll let you run with it. You're doing okay so far. Uh, thank you for that. Well, no problem, Bob. Bob yeah, he's he's the friend. <clears throat> we'll he talk is? later, Alfred. Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I, okay. yeah, I know you were going yeah. there, so that's why I'm. Uh, yeah, well, you can you can you can text me on that, and I'll, I'll yeah, give yeah. you some more advice. Give me more advice later. We'll talk later. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, now we've established that the aliens are, are you know feeding you this information on how to make the, these recipes, and uh, your channel is more than just a cooking channel. We've established this. Uh, also, is it a a way for for you to to uh, talk to people who've had broken hearts? You have a, a, a oh. video which which really spoke to me directly uh, called "Farts and Broken Hearts," and yeah. as you know. Yeah. Here on Skywatchers Radio, you know, farts and broken hearts are a common theme because, you know, Alan and myself have broken hearts. <laughs> and, you know, Alan farts a lot. He does. And you had the broken sure, heart. Well, that would break my heart if I was around someone and someone was always farting. That's for sure. That's terrible. But Tell that, us about that video, farts and broken hearts. Well, okay. Well, the truth, now I'm going to get real serious on you. So I hope you don't mind. <clears throat> Go for but, it. But yeah. uh, about eight years ago, uh, my world came crashing down. That was, around, you know, when when the, the big economic crash happened in the USA, and in a nine month period, my mother died, or rather, my first, actually, it, it, my, my my wife left me. My brother died. My my mother died. I lost my home and my three properties in Austin, Texas. And I was wiped out, and it was devastating. And I could have, I I could have dealt with all the losses except for my wife. Uh, I loved my wife very much. I still do. And the sad thing is that she ran off with a feller who was supposedly a friend, 
who I had invited into my home because he was basically semi-living on the streets. I mean, he was renting an industrial unit somewhere and living in a cold concrete building. And, uh, you know, I, I still just don't get it. Now, I had no, I had no idea two weeks before it happened that I was even in trouble with my marriage. It, it was a complete shock to me, and it still is. And but you know what you have to do. It took me a long time to to figure it out, and that is you have to move on. You hear it, but you know you, you have to go. You know I have no I have no anger or malice towards her. Uh, I, I wish her well. Uh, but what I'm doing is I'm I'm looking forward. In fact, the UFO Bob show grew out of that experience. Mm. Really? Yes, because. I had to do something with all my time. I had to, I had to express myself. I had to put out my energy, and uh, you know, I was just, to be honest, I was screwing around in my studio. Uh, and so you know, so your, your your listeners know, I'm a professional filmmaker, photographer, and I have a yeah, studio. Sure. And yeah. I I wanted to, I wanted, I'd never tried green screen work before, so I set myself a green screen, and I was screwing around, and I kind of liked the results. And so uh, a buddy, in fact, that buddy that I was referring to, uh, we we went out for shits and grins and uh, you know, shot something on the fly. And that was really hard to do because flies are real small. And uh, and uh, oh, yeah. anyway, we yep. oh yeah, and they move around all the time. You you ever try right. to you know, focus on a gee? No, that's, that's, true. that's another issue. So yeah. anyway, we, we we shot this thing and I put it up and. People responded to it and liked it, and, and so I just kept doing it, and and uh, you know it just that's the thing though it evolved. In fact, that's the whole. If I came away with anything from the last eight years in my show, is learning to, to grow. Life is is organic. It, it evolves. It's never static. It never stays the same. And the trick is learning to grow along with it. That is very. And I've true. had fun doing. That makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's uh, very much a uh, live in the moment type of attitude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's very zen like. Uh, I have adapted that myself. I lost my mother last year, and uh, it's a life changing oh. experience when you lose somebody you love you know that you love. And uh, my condolences yeah. on, on your losses, my friend. That's a terrible uh, year you had for sure. My goodness. Well, I, like I said, I'm doing fine now. I mean, I. I wasn't so much seeking sympathy there, or it's appreciated. It was more to say, you know, everyone goes through mm -hmm. tough times in life. And the, the trick to do is sometimes what you have to do is hunker down for a while, kind of let the wave get past you, get, you know, get that wash over you, and, and hang on. Because the, the mistake a lot of people do is they they let their emotions run away with them, and they make really poor choices in that mm -hmm. frame of mind, which makes things worse. And I nearly did that myself. Yeah, and you... fortunately, I've, I've, I'm where I'm at now, and I'm happy. I'm on your show. This is this is so amazing. There so you go. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> now, you've, you've definitely uh, come a long way, and you keep evolving. Now, what's in the future for UFO Bob? Are you uh, going to expand your show? What's, what's going to happen in the future for you? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm looking for ways to share some of the things that I know in the field that I have the most experience in, which, believe it or not, is 
photography and film, right. not UFOs. I mean, UFOs are my hobby. And I got all kinds of books and crop circles and, you know, the Nazi UFO connection and mm-hmm. Warner Bond Brown and all those fellers. But I love making movies. I mean, I started making movies when I was 12 years old. My first film was uh, a thing called Blood of Frankenstein. I grew up on monster movies, the Universal film. Oh, wow. Man, okay. Frankenstein, the mummy. And so I, I imitated those. I was shooting like eight millimeter film way back in the 60s. And then I went to film cool. school, and yeah, here I am, you know, in the latter part of my life, still making movies and having fun. And that's the great thing about YouTube. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, when I made a, a film as a kid, I was lucky if I got 10 neighborhood kids to watch it. Now, mm. I can make my, my videos and my films, and, and I get, you know, thousands, and not hundreds of thousands of viewers. And, and in some cases, uh, there are YouTubers out there who have millions of viewers. I right. think that's great. It's it's it's, it's very uh, what's the word? Uh, very democratic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It is. No, it's uh, YouTube has uh, definitely pioneered an entire new era of the uh, of how to watch television, how to uh, uh, you know be able to put your stuff out there if you're you know just an everyday person. And with technology getting so much cheaper and easier to use, uh, oh. you know. It's incredible what people can do nowadays, uh, Bob. It's just amazing uh, the kind of stuff you can see and put on YouTube. I mean, you, you, there's some content, some original content on YouTube that could really rival network television. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There, I'll tell you, uh, there are a handful of YouTubers that were an influence on me back in mm. 2009. Now, mind you, I was actually one of the first ones to jump on YouTube back in, I think it was like 2006 I mean, I saw it for what it was back then. Right. I was trying to get my clients to start putting videos on it. But I didn't think about doing my own material at the time. I don't know why I should have. But there are people like Sam and Nico of Corridor Digital. There's uh, Wheezy Waiter. There's uh, uh, Freddie Wong. There's uh, Mr. Guitar Man. These were the people back when I was feeling really blue in 2009. I was watching them constantly. And I realized, hey, you know what? I can still have fun making movies. These guys are out there doing it, having fun making movies. And so yep. that's why that's why I started the show. And now all those guys are making sizable money, in some cases big money, doing it. Now, that's, that's still limited to a handful of people. Not everyone who makes YouTube videos is going to make a ton of cash. Right. You know, for, no. for one thing, it's just harder to break through because there's so many... There's much more content now than, say, yeah. 10 years ago. Yep. Oh, there's uh, tons that and you got to pick and choose and figure yeah. out what's the right thing. Well, the thing is, is, is but, you know, subscribers and hits, you know, per, per video and per channel. So, I mean, it's it's not just uh, you put a video on and you're going to start making money because you get 12 or 13 views. Uh, no, you have to have uh, several million views to really start making some good change. Uh, one of my buddies, Jacob Israel, uh, who's been on the show with us here, he does really well. I mean, he has uh, several hundred thousand views, and he's making pretty decent money from uh, YouTube. And there's Jeremy Johns and a few YouTubers that are making a living off of YouTube. So it is Absolutely. possible. But it's possible. You just you know you have to have the right angle, the it's right. Possible. Shift. You just it's it's a struggle though. It's possible. Oh, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. Really, yeah, and really here's the thing: you the, you have to a you better love what you do, and yep. next you have to be consistent. Correct. You know, if you're if if you don't stick with it and and look for the long term view, you're never mm-hmm. going to make it. 
very true, very true. Now, have you ever thought about it? Have you thought about going uh, you know, in a different direction and going kind of like back to ufology a little bit with YouTube and and posting some ufology based stuff, like uh, videos that you've looked on, uh, maybe some doing some sky watching yourself and recording some stuff? As you know, you are a filmmaker. You know how film works. You would know how to capture some stuff out there. Right. So, well, I've thought about it. Again, actually, um, without going into a lot of detail, I'm kind of going through some things here where it's just impinging upon my time. And, uh, and I'm, I am struggling to keep a balance between my work and my show. And, and to be honest, I haven't posted anything in about four weeks, which makes me very yep. angry with myself because I had said to myself, I'm going to post at least once a week, and if I could, twice a week, and I haven't done that. And one of the things I'm trying to find methods of at least posting once a week that were simple, which is one reason why I thought I'd do the vlogs. Mm. Because as I pick up my, my GoPro, I can just go for a walk and talk. Right. Uh, I haven't even had time to do that. But even you know, my problem is I'm kind of a perfectionist. I don't want to bore my audience. I, I want to have something of substance to share with them. I want to, to impart something of value. And just to go and walk around and, you know, ramble, I don't know. I, I, I know people do it. I know a guy by the name, what's his name? Is Victor, a king of the morons. He, he lives in Nagoya, Japan. He, he, ha- he teaches English over there, and he spends 20 minutes just walking around Japan, shooting the breeze about this and that. And he's got, you know, uh, well, enough that, you know, he makes money doing it, big money. But I can't do that. I have to have a little more, you know, detail. Now, maybe that's my weakness. Maybe what I need to do is, is do something like this. You know, this is fun. Just talking to you guys. I almost wish I could do a, a blog where I'm on. Uh, two-way or three-way connection like this and shooting the breeze and post that. I don't know. So, see, that's what you guys are doing. you got this great podcast, this radio show. I think, you know, that takes a lot of work and effort to put together. Yes, it does. The other guy here would never know how much. He <laughs> just, well, you know, that, no yeah, go idea. ahead, throw that at me. Go ahead, go ahead, throw that at me. <laughs> see, he, he, see, this is what he does. He, he gets on the Skype. Uh, I call him into the show. He sits back, relaxes, you know, drinks a little bit of water or Kool-Aid or whatever it is. I don't sit back and relax. That's so, that's so unfair for you to do. Whatever, whatever it is you're doing, as I'm doing all the technical stuff on my end, and then I have to carry the conversation, I have to get the guests, I have to uh, get the news, I have to do technically everything, Bob, which uh, now you understand why <clears throat> I might have that conversation. I, I was going to say, Lord, uh-huh. I was, okay, was yeah. going to say, I was going to warn your listeners, <laughs> you may witness this breakup right here live on the radio. <laughs> nah, he's my hetero radio life mate, I can't get rid of him, even if I tried. Yeah, I know how you feel about that. <laughs> he's my pinky to my brain. If you know, if well, you know, I, I, I am curious about your listeners because I, I assume they're scattered all around the world. That's the amazing thing about the internet. So, right? Uh, can you, can you? Well, first of all, do your, do your viewers like post questions on, on Twitter as you're talking? You can read them or, or oh yeah, actually, ambient... well, Twitter not so much, but we have uh, our PSN chat. 
uh, which is on our Skype channel, and we usually get a lot of questions in there from our listeners. Uh, we have uh, right now. There's about 73 participants in there. Uh, man, asking questions, wow. chat, chatting away. Uh, but it, you know, it's cool because you know one thing I, I want to start doing more and more, especially with this show, is uh, perhaps in the future do like a video YouTube version of it. Uh, and, you know, get that going, because I think that's what the future really is. As fun as uh, this is doing a podcast, uh, YouTube, you know, video content is really what's going to be the next thing. And radio content, like, you know, audio only, it's going to kind of fade away, because, you know, we are a visual society. We like to see things. Uh, so I think that's the next big step. And me and the other guy here were kind of like chatting about that, about maybe putting a, a video show together and... Uh, that might actually be the way of the horse and the way this uh, show goes away as an audio show and just morphs into a it's not, it'll, show, so. it's not that the show go away. It'll just evolve into it. Right, Absolutely. And I, can, I yeah. completely concur with that thought because, mm-hmm. it, you know, the technology is now there. I mean, like this evening, as I told you before we went live, you know, yep. I actually had all my lights set up and everything so that you would have had a, a nice, well-lit, image because i thought that's what we were going to do i knew it was a radio show but i thought you know you were doing both where it got recorded as audio and video right. then you'd post the podcast and then you'd post the the, the the video version of it but uh hey if you ever go down that way and you want to you know revisit with me i'll be happy to, to come on board but don't feel you have to but yeah i i, I'm, <laughs> I want to support anybody who's out there doing it that's the one thing yeah. i love doing supporting people Ah, that's awesome. You know, that's what we, you know we're all about. Also supporting the right people too, not just uh, anybody, but supporting the right people that are doing good work. And uh, look, man, I, I really do like your channel. Though I really hope that you get back on the horse here and whatever you're going through, you know, you can uh, make some time uh, to get back on uh, doing your videos because a lot of them are real, really funny. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I cracked up a lot during uh, your videos and uh that's, a, <laughs> well, that's something you. that we need we need more of uh not only on youtube but in, in society in general because everybody's so serious and so you know always uh doom and gloom all the time and uh it's always fun to have a little fun in the world you know what i'm saying yeah and, and that's sometimes you need it desperately I, yeah. I have a question by chance did you get to see the one called ufo bob turns japanese I saw parts of that, but I was kind of uh, in a little bit of a hurry, and I didn't see the whole thing. But tell us about that one. It, well, well, see, so your viewers know I speak Japanese, and yep. I spent time in, in Japan, and, and 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 if anyone knows anything about Japan, there's like this kind of rivalry between Osaka and Tokyo, kind of like the New York LA thing, and like Osaka's got what they call Osaka band. That's the Osaka dialect, and it's a little hipper, a little cooler, and it's where all the comedians come from. And, okay. And doing, yeah, and, and in my investigations, what I learned was a lot of aliens settled in Osaka, and so that's what this whole video was about. The problem was, just as I was about to reveal the secret who this big-time Japanese comedian who is actually an alien, I got zapped by an alien ray, and they wouldn't let me get that out but you know if you watch the show you'll see me start it out in english and next thing you know i get zapped and i'm like talking in japanese oh my and, goodness and then and and it's oh it's oh it's and by the way there are subtitles in english and in japanese so whether whichever way you swing you'll be able to enjoy the program but it's fun all right yep 
Now, now here's my problem, though, is that when I speak Japanese around non-Japanese people, I tend to get tongue-tied. In fact, if you'll excuse me for one second, I, I, I'm going to try and pull away and give you a real bit of Japanese. Please do, please do. Oi, watashi no tomodachi wa, watashi wa nihongo hanasu. Ano, iroiro no tokoro nihon ekimashita, Osaka, Kyoto, Nara, totemo daisuki desu. Hai, watashi no hoso, mitte kudasai. Well, there you go. Hai, I want some sake. Sake it to me now. Oh, if I could sake it to you, I'd get right in the face. Oh, no, that's too cruel. Too, too cruel. <laughs> Lord have All mercy, I'm... see, I'm being channeled there. All I'm, I'm going to say to this I, whole I, thing is, is, hai, wakarimasu. Uh, other guy, aren't, aren't, aren't you like uh, one-eighth Japanese or something like that you were telling me once? <laughs> Yes, actually. Well, you know, <laughs> where I work... Non-deska? Non-deska. What is it? So, I mean, to be honest, though, I love Japan. It's, it's a beautiful mm. country. In fact, one of the things I've been thinking about was going over there and doing a couple shows in Japan. Uh, nice. Particularly, I like to go to the Onsen. Those are the hot springs. Uh, and, uh, and, and one of my favorite places is a place called Izu, which is... Uh, uh, on the sea, on the, on the coast. So it's a peninsula. It's beautiful. Very cool. Uh, uh, now I'm getting the, the In fact, that's yeah, why I yeah. watched. Like, you get a, a little tear coming down the face, now, aren't you? Oh, you, you have no idea. Well, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, my ex is Japanese. Oh, no kidding. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to date a Japanese girl, to be honest with you. Uh, so she, so she far, I haven't had the pleasure. She's, she's a smart lady. She, she, she was a translator. Uh, for a major Japanese film producer. Oh man, I'm glad that went that way because when you started with the word trans, I was like, wait a second, and then you said later. <laughs> oh, uh, the only kind of trans I'm interested in are the ones that go in, in the cars and trucks. Which, uh, by that's the way, the only kind of tranny I'm interested in. <laughs> which, by the way, I see you have a bunch of videos on cars also, so that's another avenue that you're interested in. Oh, yeah, I love classic cars and trucks. I, I see mean, that, you know. Yeah. Uh, C10s and and Ford F100s and then Camaros and oh man you you you, you I just I spent a lot of time with car clubs and taking videos for them. Well, I'm selling yes. one of my Mustangs. Well, I'd love to buy it, but I ain't, I don't I'm not flush with cash these days. Oh, at the I moment we're all we're all like living in rough times. Or uh, other guy. Yeah, I got a '64 and a half Mustang. Do you really? With what color 70, is? Uh, it's Windsor white with a red interior. Wow. Do you ever get to go to SEMA? Um, usually that weekend I'm at another show, actually, to tell you the truth. And just for those of you out there who aren't car motorheads, SEMA is the big um, aftermarket auto show in Las Vegas that's held every, at the end of November, first of, uh, end of October, beginning of November. And it's the biggest aftermarket car show in the world it's amazing it's a great show my problem is is that i'm usually at that time of the year at one or two of the big horror conventions that are oh, going oh, on yeah. somewhere in the country which one um either i'm at chiller or horror hound or i'm at the uh the toronto show 
Well, you know, if, if I may, I, I, can I just digress a little bit because you, you touched upon something. Are you guys familiar with the fact that I produced a film called Superb Man, the other movie? Nope. No. Have no clue. No. Superb Man, the other movie was a, a, a short, 30 minute short subject that I, I produced in, in the, well, we shot it over a three year period from 78 to 81. It premiered at the San Diego Comic Con to over 1,500 people. Oh, wow. It's been on, it's been on television. There, in fact, I've got uh, uh, behind the scenes two videos on the channel. You can see and learn about it. Uh, it had the original, the first actor to play Superman, Kirk Allen, in it. He played Paul Kant. We had David Gerald, who is the writer of Star Trek's uh, uh, Trouble with Tribble episodes, and he went on to work for all the Star Trek series as, uh, I think, you know, screen supervisor or writing supervisor. It had... Uh, B. Joe Trimble, that's the lady who saved Star Trek from cancellation in the 60s. It had uh, Alvy Moore. Any of you guys remember Mr. Kimball? You remember Green Acres? I know it's the... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I okay, you know, he, was, he goes, well, well, Mr. Douglas, it's a nice day. Well, it's not really a nice day. Well, I guess for the Kanye, it's nice. Well, that, that was Mr. Kimball. He was in it. He played uh, Perry Blight. Uh, we had um, we had uh, blah, 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 the, the voice of Space Ghost. I can't think of his name right now. George Lowe. No, the guy. No, 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 not George Lowe. No, no, no. Uh, hang on. He he was the voice in Laughing too. Gary Gary Owens. Oh, okay. Because George Lowe did the voice for Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, um, when they revived it for Adult yeah. Swim in the nineties. Oh no, yeah, I'm talking about the the, the animated series, the kids show. Oh. God, and, uh, I, I haven't so, seen that since since I was watching well, yeah. Hong Kong Fooey. Well, just remember, <laughs> oh Hong Kong Fooey, I remember him. Wow. Just remember, <laughs> I am a dinosaur. So for you younger listeners, you're probably going, "What the heck is this boy talking about?" <laughs> there was some really great cartoons in the late '70s, early '80s. Yeah, you oh, know. Yeah. But you know, uh, uh, yeah. God, you guys remember Animaniacs? I love. Sure, of course. Yeah. Oh, I was such a um, actually, actually I, I'm friends with Rob Paulson. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm friends with and and Maurice Lamarchier. Well, I'm um, yeah. yeah. I, I, in fact, <laughs> I, I still use one of the lines from there. Every time I see a pretty girl, I go, "Hello, nurse." <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how you can be influenced by. Mm-hmm. You know, TV has actually influenced a lot of people's uh, paths and careers. Well, think about this, guys. What, what's uh, the, the name of TV? Television. Yep, that's right. Telling but you, you know television. What? Television. But that and sounds a little too cliche. But, but well, I'm going to tell you something. But you know what television actually means when you break it down in terms of its, its etymological roots? It means uh, long-distance yep. viewing. Tele is long distance, vision, of course, viewing. Hence, telephone, long distance talking. Telegraph, long distance sitting of writing, graph being writing. I don't know where the hell I'm going with that. Yeah, I like my version better, Bob. Yeah, I'm going with my version. I think maybe I need to go take my meds or something. Yeah, no, just just go with my version. We got got another 15 minutes to be... Television. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm fired up. Bob, by the way, I got a, a bunch of questions here that are coming through to the chat, and uh, one of them here is uh, 
they want to know. Well, this is, these are just all directly at you, by the way. They want to know your, your opinions on these subjects dealing with ufology. One of them is, what are your thoughts on the possibility of life on Mars? Do you think that is at all possible, Bob? Well, uh, I, I will say I'm not a scientist. It is possible. But if it is, it's going to have to be somewhere underground because there's not sufficient uh, atmosphere to carry life as we know it. So if that's it's not going necessarily to be life as true. Now, now there may be micro, microbial life. Microbial is that correct? Yeah. Microbial. 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 Thank you. Close enough. Uh, Close there enough. may be microbial life on there. I believe they've discovered there is water and you know some you know ice crystals yep. that sort of thing. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised. But, uh, uh, and, and of course, you know, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if aliens have hidden bases there anyways. God knows they're on the moon along with the Nazis. You know, I'm going to go a, a bit further here, and it's a, a really good question, by the way, from the chat. Uh, I'm going to uh, give you an answer here, and I know that wasn't directed at me, but this is a, a good question. I really have an answer for this, because it's funny that uh, a couple of nights ago, I was having this conversation with my nephew about life in the universe and how, uh, say, for example, you know, our DNA is conditioned us to live on this planet, right? We're, we're made to live on Earth. Uh, right. Who is not to say that, you know... You know, a being from another world who is living for millennials and you know millions and millions of years, their evolution and their DNA doesn't condition them to live on the surface of that planet. While we can't go to Mars and live on the surface, you know, without dying, doesn't mean that there's a, there couldn't be another race of beings there that their DNA structure is built for that surface. In other words, they would have no issues walking around, breathing whatever the atmosphere is. Uh, you know, being like us here on Earth. And I think that might be the norm all through the cosmos because while I think we all share DNA, I think our DNA, while it's really a, a code of what makes us who we are, it's also a, a structure of make, making us who we are in a conditioned environment. And I think that's going to be part of what we discover in the future where, yeah, there's going to be probably aliens everywhere and the discovery is going to be that because of the dna structure being slightly different they're able to be on the surface while we can't be on their surface while they can't be on our surface the same you know it's the same kind of thing uh which leads me to say that what we see probably like the little grays running around they're probably in like suits we you know they're, they're, they're probably wearing spacesuits and they you know they just look like aliens to us but i mean that's what i think it's going to come down to uh, Bob, what do you think of that theory? I, I think you have a, a, a valid point there that uh, uh, each locale in the universe is different, and it's been designed for those environments have been designed, and anything that's in that environment has been designed for that environment. So, yeah, I could see that. It, and just as we uh, you know, develop spacesuits to be able to go where we can't go naturally, uh, absolutely, I think there, there there's a possibility there are aliens are walking around somewhere on a planet that, that we couldn't walk around in our natural condition. Right. That we would have to have some kind of protective suit, and vice mm -hmm. versa here. Which this, by the way, would you know give complete. Uh, you know, uh, credence to the possibility of the hybrid theory and stuff. Like that. Why would they need to create hybrids? Well, maybe because they, you know, they, they can't live in our surface, in our environment, and they well, want to well, prolong their species. Well, now, now you're touching on a subject that I need to perhaps talk about, and that's this whole GMO stuff. Okay. The fact touch, the on it, is, touch on it, brother. Touch on it. 
fact of the matter is, based on some sources that I have, mm-hmm. this whole GMO stuff is really a way of terraforming. Well, it's not terraforming, but what you call it, aliforming. Uh, uh-huh. Basically, what they're doing is they are changing the genetic structure of the human race to the GMO. And that's why I don't eat corn. I may be full of corn when I talk, but I don't eat it. <laughs> you know, 80% of the corn in this country is uh-huh. genetic, gen- genetically. Yeah. Boy, I, I definitely need more drugs. Uh, uh, <laughs> Not only that, the, the the corn syrup that's in soft drinks and it's in everything. Oh, oh, God, uh, that stuff! Yeah. Oh, do not drink. Oh my goodness! That stuff is eating away your brains. I mean, don't it's worry so about It's so terrible for you. Oh, it, 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 seriously speaking, mm. I do not. I drink water. It's all. It's hard. Water and real, real water, water, and, and even the water you got to be careful with. But yeah. that's another story. I, I tell you, I could get off on so many tangents. But I digress. Yeah. yeah. Let's see, I have another question here. Uh, and and these are coming to me, by the way, uh, through my Facebook uh, um, instant chat. Uh, Let me see. This is uh, the one. No. Does Bob think we ever went to the moon? Because I've seen a lot of hokey stuff, Jackal. Yes. First of all, let me address something else that's associated. And that's this whole flat earth theory. Uh oh, no, you're, you're, you're my, you're my robot right now. I, I love this subject. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been watching these videos and I got a buddy who just, you know, he just swears up and down the flat earth theory is correct. Personally, I don't buy into it. Okay. And, uh, to me, there are too many, um, mathematical equations, uh, that were used to get us to and from the moon that prove it works. Uh, Hell, look, here's one of the simplest um, examples. I mean, this is how they got you know, Columbus, you know, was it Columbus that sailed around the Earth? Yeah, whatever. Anyways, if you, if you take a globe. Yeah, he, he became okay. a filmmaker later, Chris Columbus, right? True <laughs> <laughs> story. Lord have mercy. Yeah, yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. And now I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Uh, as I was saying, is that make yourself a little paper ship. Get yourself one of those, you know, big globes you get from school. And you put it on there, and you, you put your eye down the horizon. As you bring that ship up around the horizon, the first thing you're going to see is the top of the highest point of the ship. That's how they were able to discover the, the curvature of the Earth. So just from that alone, I, I, don't, I believe that the Earth is round. I believe the universe is what we think it is. And, you know, bottom line is this. For 99.9% of us, even if it's flat, it doesn't make a damn difference because we're not going to be out there in space. Only those who get abducted and part of the government and fly around in NASA spaceships, they're the only ones who are going to get to have that experience anyway, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. It would be a crazy uh, discovery, though, we find out that the big conspiracy... It's not even so much aliens as if we're living in a flat Earth, hovering in hyperspace, and that's why we can't get out of it. Wouldn't that be that's like the craziest thing if we discovered this? To be well, that, yeah, the, it, it well certainly would be. It would be uh, an Earth-shaking discovery if it were true. And and I'll I'll, I'll I'll put it to you this way: if I am given empirical evidence that can clearly prove it, 
I'll change my position. And, and I try to stay, I try to keep go. an open mind, which is really rough because it makes, makes it really cold in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get I'm, brain freeze all the time. I think I'm the only one that got that joke. You, you drink a lot of Slurpees out uh, there, you, uh, you go, Bob? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, well, I used to. Hell, I just put my mouth underneath the faucet and, you know, let it fly. Ooh, yeah, brain freeze. Uh, let's see, I have another question here from the chat room. Does Bob think that Roswell was a real event? Yes. Actually, I do. And I'm, awesome. not, I'm not being silly here. I do believe that Roswell happened. I do believe a UFO crashed there. And I do believe there is a government uh, a cover-up uh, of that fact. I concur. Now, do you think it was uh, aliens, or do you think it might have been something like the Nazis or a Nazi uh, no, 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 project? Uh, listen, it, it stands to reasons if the Nazis were in touch with alien beings during that period of history that we probably were, too, because they probably contacted both sides. They right, probably right, didn't right. care. You know, they're, 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 their interests are not necessarily what we think, are not necessarily interests, our interests. So they're going to contact everybody that, that has, has some value to them. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's kind of been my uh, my thought also, that if they're going to make contact with one, there's going to be you know, contact with another uh, government. Sure. And, you know, especially if you want to you know, make contact with superpowers, and if they're at war with each other, you damn well want to make contact with the, the main superpowers that are at play here. So. Yeah, we don't yeah. know who's playing favorites with who. That's Correct, right. Yeah. That's right. Which uh, completely goes against the prime directive, but uh, you know maybe they're trying to avoid a, a third or a first or second well, world war. They might destroy the planet. Okay. So, but who knows why now, they make contact? But the with. problem with the prime directive is this: that's uh, a cinematic construct right. that everyone wants to believe is the way things work. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's so. It's oh, a beautiful so. idea. Yep. But for all we know, they don't have, you know, that kind of a law in their scheme of things. I think we would, though. I think if we decide uh, in 100 years to start traveling interstellarly and, you know, doing the five-year mission and discovering new races because we have the technology now to do so, I think we would have a prime directive. I don't think we would I, just I, interfere. And I would agree with that. Much like, you know, the, you know, Asimov's, you know, three laws of robotics. You know, right. that, you know, they're going to create, if they're going to create robots, you know, that will be incorporated into the development, or at least, God, I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, I have another question for you. Um, does Bob think interdimensional life is real, and are they uh, material beings like us, or are they some other form of life? What do you think, Bob? Well, in as much I've never had any direct experience, Experience, I really can't speak on the subject. But what I meds say, will I get you an experience? In oh, well, <laughs> I've had some of the meds, <laughs> but that's another story, too. Uh, well, let me, let me put it to you this way. The universe is greater than we really even have begun to realize. Mm. Now, there was a time when we thought the atom was the smallest uh, material found in the universe. And then they since met the other then, guy here. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Gotten, you know, <laughs> did I miss a good one? Yeah, yeah. So then they met the other guy over here. My exactly. Close. <laughs> well, like, if you got to do it, you got to at least give me warning so I can perk my ears up and have a good laugh with you. 
I mean, you Dang. can sit there all quiet, listen, and send me a I'm, I'm absorbing the whole conversation here, and I'm fascinated. Yes, yes, yes. Right, well, Sorry about that. Go ahead, go ahead. That's quite right. So anyways, but my point is this. Uh, they have talked about the fact that there are more than, you know, uh, four dimensions, right? You know, right. I, in fact, uh, my ex's dad was a theoretical physicist. And, you know, they were all into this, the string theory and how there's like at least 10 different dimensions. So, yeah, it's possible. But again, I haven't seen enough information to tell me whether it's a yay or a nay. I can only say it's a possibility. Now, here's a question, and uh, this has nothing to do with the initial question. This is actually a follow-up question created by myself, not the person who sent the initial question to different people here. But, Bob, the way you're, you know, you're talking about it is dimensional, like, you know, like string theory and such. Um, that's, I mean, that's interdimensional, but I think the, uh, the, the, the initial question was more like inter-parallel universe or, or interdimensional in the sense that they're, they're crossing to another universe altogether. Well, I think it's possible. I, I really do. I just, again, uh, I have not investigated that with any great depth. And I don't like uh, pontificating on things I don't know. So if I don't know, I pretty much say so. Uh, I can say that it's a possibility, and you know, it does. It is interesting. This is a problem about life. There are so many amazing things out there to research and study. I swear, I wish I could live to be two or three thousand years old just so I could study everything because there's so much neat stuff out there. Yep. That's that why so I love true. to read. And mm-hmm. I can, I, if I may do a little preaching here, preach on, if you're buddy. not preach a reader, on. if you're not a reader, start learning to read now. Even if you just read one page a day, read. You'll, you, it, it just opens up your mind to so many things that you can't get on YouTube or TV or any other way. Reading is the way to go. And that was brought to you by the educational system of the United States of America. There you go. We actually uh, completely 100% back that uh, that uh, statement, Bobby. We have a uh, an actual uh, book section on our page on skywatchesradio.com, a book club where we you know we promote all the, our guests that have books and and uh, you know I, I read at least one or two books a month and it's not easy. But look, if you can watch a movie or two, you can read a book. Oh hell right. yeah! It's not that I, difficult, know, so... I mean, you know, it's, and it's easy, you know. You know. What I do, it's one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning. I wake up, and I get my, my, my brain, you know, warmed up, and then I pull out my book, and I read about 25 pages. And, and believe it or not, now this is going to sound funny to some of your, your, your listeners, but right now I'm reading uh, one of the uh, Wizard of Oz books. It's, um, it's the Oz Chronicles which is a, a compendium of, of a bunch of the various Oz stories. And I know it's a kid's book, but you know what? I like it. It's fun. Sometimes I read that, and other times I'm reading, you know, nonfiction stuff where I'm reading about Freemasonry and, and secret societies and top circles. So, I mean, I just, I, I don't limit myself to my, my, my reading material. The only real criteria I have is, is the author able to write in such a way that it's compelling 
and keep me wanting to turn the page. What's your favorite kind of only... book to read, by the way? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, there was a fellow by the name of Emmanuel Vilikovsky who wrote a bunch of books back, I think, in the 70s. One was Worlds in Collision. And I thought it was going to be really interesting, but this guy was just so full of BS it made me want to puke. <laughs> you know? I mean, I don't mind people espousing a theory, but when they tell me dogmatically this is a fact, and yet they don't really support the facts, I say, stick it where the sun don't shine, Sonny. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know, every now and then I get I get little hot buttons, and I just, I, I, yeah, yeah. Next question. Otherwise, I'm gonna go off in another weird tangent. I'm sure. No, I completely understand. Uh, I have one more question from the chat. They want to know: uh, Does Bob know about the video with uh, the skinny Bob alien, and what is his, what are his thoughts if he knows anything about it? Skinny actually, Bob no, alien. no, I, I don't. The skinny Bob alien. Yep, there's actually there is a video. I'll show it to you later, Bob, so you can check it out. And uh, I guess I'll give an answer for you uh, on, a, on a future show. Uh, one more question uh, here from the chat, from the uh, Facebook chat. They want to know, uh, Bob, uh, what's your favorite dish to cook uh, that was handed down to you by your friends, the aliens? Oh, give me a second here and think about this. Which one do I like the best? Well, hmm. <laughs> I know this is going to sound silly, but how to make cheese quesadillas. And I'll tell you why. That is not silly, because, my friend. That is because not silly. you know what? The truth <laughs> is, the quesadilla, the, the, the tortilla for the quesadilla, that oh, is yeah. a direct, those were influenced by flying saucers. That's why mm. the shape's that way. And the, and, and the cheese, that symbolic, symbolic, oh man, I need my drugs. That's symbolic Ooh. of, yeah. that's symbolic of the universe and how it's stretchable and malleable and delicious and God, I want some so sour good. cream and, and onions right now and a cerveza. Wait a minute, it's With that said, this is the end of the show, I'm going to Taco Bell, like right now, like. Oh Lord have run. mercy. <laughs> you're gonna as you go for the run to the Taco Bell, you're gonna be going for a run somewhere else, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying probably. Uh you know, it's funny because when I wake up in the morning the first thing I think about is, you know and uh when I do that in the morning I do a little reading and then I often think of a quesadilla. So you you're you're just hitting on on my heart right now when you talk about a quesadilla, <laughs> my friend. You're touching my heart because I love quesadillas. It's, yeah, I, I'm Cuban, I, 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 but it's a Mexican in me. Even though I'm Cuban, that's a little I Mexican in me. Hey, in America, down here, everybody's a little bit Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's, that's the truth. Uh, look, we're actually all out of time. We're uh, going over a little bit here. but uh, Oh, I'm um, sorry. No, no, it's, it's okay. my fault. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Bob, I want to give you a chance here to uh, to give everybody your website uh, for your uh, channel uh, so they can check out your videos because, again, they're hilarious. They're really cool. Uh, some of them are super enlightening uh, and stuff that you guys are going to definitely want to check out. So give everybody the website address in your own voice and any other uh, websites you want to pimp out, by, by all means, please give them out and uh, we'll uh, promote every single one of them uh, here on the show. So go for it. All right. Well, 
the easiest way to find me is this: when you go to YouTube, search for UFO Bob, and you'll see me because I'll have my black hat that says UFO Bob and blazing across the front of it, and with the universe behind it, and and. Uh, I believe the channel, because when I started the channel, it was before I started the show, so I don't, I wish I had, you know, YouTube slash UFO Bob, but actually it's YouTube slash Cyborlite. Let me spell it. That's C-Y-B-O-R-L-I-T-E. So YouTube slash Cyberlite. Also, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Pinterest. Uh, I think that covers the social media. I might be on one yep. or two. I, I think I, 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 you know, I keep trying to fool around with Tumblr and some of the other ones, but I just you know just haven't had time to deal with it. Yeah, I can't deal with Tumblr. Uh, yeah, have you ever <laughs> thought about going back into in time and uh, hitting up MySpace again? Yeah. Oh, you know, that's interesting. I, I have a MySpace <laughs> account. But my God, I haven't touched that in ten years. <laughs> I know it's crazy. People are like, "Are MySpace still around?" And it's like, "Yeah, they're still it's still there. It's incredible. You still go and log in and talk to nobody because nobody goes on there anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. You know, it, it's it's funny. It's like when Earthlink was you know the big thing around our AOL. And it's like now it's like, huh? Oh my God! I, you know, at, at my day job, I get get uh, you know clients. Uh, that sometimes you know they you know I have to get their email addresses sometimes, and they give me an AOL account, and I look at them with his face. I'm like, you 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 know you're one of the last, right? And they're like, yeah, I still have AOL. I'm like, who the hell has an AOL account these days? Seriously, I mean, you pay for AOL, really? You you pay? Oh, yeah, for that? I, I know a couple of people. I actually know a couple of people who still have an AOL account because they've had it forever, and people still know how to contact them through it. So. Right, you know, uh, and that's true. And, you know, and not everybody uh, is that tied in to the net the way people like ourselves, you know. Right. We, we're, we're involved with, 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 with social media and, you know, digital, you know, manipulation of the, of the world. You know, when I buy that, I'm talking about things like, in my case, I, I work a lot with After Effects and Premiere and, uh, you know, Photoshop, you know. And, and, and that's the funny thing is, you know, a lot of folks, they go, when they see me, they go, you know about that stuff? You're into social media? But you're an old guy. <laughs> I go, well, so what? You're younger. Just because I'm old doesn't mean yeah. I don't, I'm not curious. I, I right. love life. I want to go out there and I, I, I want more adventures. I want to die having adventures. <laughs> now you're definitely a man who's full of life, and we get, we're definitely going to have you back on the show, man. You've been awesome here on the uh, absolutely yes. Us. Love having you on, sir. Kindly. And uh, that's really all the time we have. We have Dr. J uh, coming up right after this show, and uh, he's uh, waiting in the wings. His producers, you know, looking at me right now with a really ugly face, saying, "Come <laughs> on, wrap it up, big guy, wrap well, it up." But I want to keep talking to this man because he's awesome. So you got to hold on. Put a bag over that ugly face. You know what I'm saying? Uh, UFO Bob, love you, sir. Thank you so much for being on here with us. Uh, love your channel. Keep it up and get back to it, man. You do good work. I shall. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Guys, that's all, the show. that's all the show all right. we have here on uh, Sky Watchers Radio. Time, oh, go ahead. Until next time, this is UFO Bob out. There you go, UFO Bob out. <laughs> Other guy? That was yep. awesome. That, that it was, and I stayed on the whole time, so you can't bitch at me. See? That, is, that was a little more awesome. Good job. Right. Even though Not you didn't ask any questions, but good job. Uh, <laughs> you, you did good. 
I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks. All right. I might keep you around. Uh, guys, uh, so next week, uh, we'll be right back uh, on Skywatchers next week with another wonderful guest. And uh, we'll uh, post it up pretty soon. And uh, we'll let you know who it is. Because right now I have uh, no confirmations yet. That's why I'm talking like this. But I do have one confirmation coming up on August 1st. Guess who we're going to have on the show? Guess, guess, guess. Take a while. Guess, guess, guess. Other um, Bob Lazar. My goodness, if I can make that happen. Holy moly. You asked me to guess, so I did something uh, extreme. That's a hell of a guess. Uh, no, uh, we have Mac Maloney. Uh, he's going to be on the show from uh, the Mac Maloney Show. And, uh, oh, okay. He's a good, yeah, he's a good friend of uh, the show here. He's uh, an author, a talk show host uh, right here on PSN Radio, and an all-around great guy. And we're going to talk to him about, of course, you know, some of his books, ufology, his show, all around uh, what he's doing, what he's working on, how his show is, you know, what's evolving into. And that's going to be a lot of fun. Mac Maloney is an awesome, oh, awesome yeah, human being. So, uh, guys, stick around for that. we got Dr. J coming up right now in a couple seconds here. So until next time, this is Sky Watchers Radio. And like always, telling you to please keep looking up to the skies because one day you might see something. Really, you, you might. I'm just Not saying. arguing. I believe you. Yeah. All right. Good job. All right. Peace, everybody. Have a great night.